If you're listening or watching in the Chicago area, it's no secret. The winters here can be brutal, and the spring typically brings some pretty nasty storms. For a homeowner, winters mean your gutters, windows, and doors take a beating, and then wind and hail kind of finish the job when spring rolls around. If you think you have damages that could qualify you for a roof and or siding replacement through your insurance, you need to talk to my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding for a free nine-point inspection of your property exterior before you call your insurance company. Let them assess any damages you may have and walk you through the steps of a claim hassle-free. They're an accredited member of the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating, and all their contractors are licensed, bonded, and insured. They also use the highest quality materials available at no additional charge to you. Call 224-677-6149, 224-677-6149, or visit them at suburbanroofingandsiding.com. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van And welcome to Car con Carne. We are right by the tap room of Go Brewing in Naperville which is the very first, the very first non-alcoholic brewery in the state of Illinois. Is that correct? That is correct. Holy crap. Joe Chura is the president of Go. We are here in dry January. Joe is drinking a, an N.A. beer. What are you drinking? That looks this fantastic. This is a chocolate cherry stout. It's our brand new beta beer. Chocolate cherry stout. Yeah. Uh, on tap only? Uh, no, we have it in cans now. We just Really? History. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So... I want to talk about the brewery and the beers, but let's start with the fact that the NA space has just exploded over the past few years to the point where when I learned that Go existed, my first thought was, I can't believe someone hasn't done this sooner. Like, it feels like this this space has just been begging for this for a while. Yeah, you know, it is it is a polarizing thing to people. I see uh, reactions on both ways. Uh, both sides of the fence here. In fact, the first Facebook comment that I saw when I decided to uh, announce to the world we were creating this was, I can't wait not to go there. And <laughs> it was, and I had to look at that and laugh because the, the reality is it's, it may not be right for everyone, but anyone who is looking forward to um, maybe a healthier lifestyle, some better habits, uh, reduced alcohol consumption, lower calories, um, we wanted a place that was inclusive for those people, but mm -hmm. also didn't exclude people that liked al alcohol. So we wanted to go on a mission to create uh, no and low, and that's all we produce here. And by low alcohol, are we talking like in the in the ones and the twos? Like how low? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, so the way we defined it, and there isn't necessarily uh, governance around this, but we said anything that's from 0.5 to 2.5 or under would be considered our low alcohol. So we don't want to go above that threshold. So, and what would the difference be? Because you're not getting drunk off drinking low alcohol. Is, it, is there an extra warmth? You know, alcohol in itself has uh, calories and, uh, and it, therefore it has a little more body, a little more sweetness. So therefore the higher all alcohol content beer, you're going to get some of that. When you take that away, you can't necessarily re replace it one for one. 
I mean, certainly our NA beers, I think, compete with regular strength beers. But if you're having like a seven or eight percent double hazy IPA and you have one of our hazies, you're going to you're going to taste a difference in the body because there's a lot of calories in that. And that's just it. The the beauty, I think, of NA beer is you can use it as part of your drinking strategy. If you want to have one of those super high caloric seven point whatever beers, you can't drink those all night long for the from an intoxication standpoint, but from like a bloating and just feeling full standpoint. <laughs> yeah. So you can introduce NA as kind of like buffer drinks before you drink those big drinks or after you drink those big drinks. You know, this happened last night and I was closing a customer out. I looked at his tab and he had one uh, of our guest beers that we have on tap from Salomo that makes phenomenal beer. Mm-hmm. And then you had one of our beers. So he actually did have a, a hazy from Salomo and a hazy from us. And I, I said, you know what? You're going to feel great tomorrow. And he's like, you know, I, I feel great now. And you're right. I'm going to feel great tomorrow. And that is like the customer base that I thought we were going to attract. There's a lot of those moderate drinkers mm-hmm. that understand that you can't have three or four 8% beers anymore. And one, uh, legally be able to drive. But secondly, feel good the next morning and feel productive. So any beer, uh, by definition, is less than 0.5%. Correct. And that's what all the NA beers are here. Correct. 0.3, 0.4, whatever. Um, The process, I think, is still mysterious to most of us. How you create something that tastes, like the the Burn It Down, which I had before we started talking. How it tastes like beer, but it's not beer. How do you get the, is there like some kind of crazy machinery that does that? It is beer. So that's the the beauty about this. If, If you taste NA products, you may be disappointed in in the the what what you're getting in your palate because because of the alcohol content because of what we just talked about so there is a lot of uh, processes that go into play to get that to get most NA products to be NA and that is to remove the alcohol you do that through various types of machines mm-hmm. um, I consider that processing the alcohol out. What we do is not that at all. If you walk into our brewery, you see our the way we make beer. It is not dissimilar to any other brewery. What we do different is uh, different grain bills, different ratios. Um, we Our fermentation process is less. So it's just a different style of brewing the beer. Mm-hmm. But we use the same exact classical ingredients that you would use for like a Pilsner or an IPA. Um, and that is how you get that taste. But it 100% is beer, and that is why I think beer is probably the best NA product because you're truly making it the same way right. you make any other beer. You're not approximating, say, gin or bourbon. You're 100%. You're not adding uh, ginger in there to get the flavor of, like, you know, that burn. Right. And I'm not mistaken, there's, like, a laboratory in this facility. Yeah, it was really important for us to focus on safety and quality. We have uh, only a few full-time employees here but the second hire that we had was a guy with a background in uh, in quality and worked for a, a bigger brewery, ran a lab there. Um, so we have an Anton Parr ASBC uh, method machine in here. We have uh, a ton of lab equipment and we do testing like crazy uh, for two reasons. One, non-alcoholic beer doesn't have the preservatives in it mm-hmm. like alcohol does. So you have to be really careful with that. And you'll also see, as this market emerges, people are making NA beer, but they're not pasteurizing it, which is not a great thing. Um, So we have a canning line here where we pasteurize 
all of our all of our beer and basically what that means is once the beer is made 100% in a can lids on it goes through this tunnel pasteurizer and it basically shoots very hot water at the can for a few minutes to kill off anything that could possibly grow inside of it and the other thing it does is it stops the alcohol content so so the lab was 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 very much for the reason of safety and quality however the other thing what the lab does is is ensures we are under 0.5%. Got it. So we have there's only like one machine that's out there and we had we found it that is that is certified to give us the right accurate readings. We do outside lab testing as well, but there's no wiggle room with a 0.5. Like with other beers that you might have, you might have a huge variance of what alcohol is actually in that beer. Uh, when something says NA and it's and it's under 0.5, you can't have like be like 0.52 and and say like I'm pretty point, close. Can't be 0.5 ish. Yeah. It can't. It can't. So like the lab was really important to really test out both of those things. So let's talk about the space since I mentioned the laboratory. Again, this is in Naperville. It's 1665 Quincy. It's right. Is that Ogden? We're right off of. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right off Og- Ogden in Naperville. It's in this area. If you live in this area, you probably and you drink beer, you're probably already familiar with the area because of Salamoth. Correct. Right across the parking lot. Uh, but this facility, I, I, I saw this mentioned on your website. The word vibe. There is a vibe here. Like there, there's Thank some you. real mindfulness behind what you experience when you walk into this tap room. There's kind of a library feel. There's exposed brick everywhere. It just it, it's designed as a place you want to hang out at. That was the intention. I appreciate that that compliment. Um, I wanted a place that's inclusive for everyone, and uh, the feeling that when you walk in to be warmth and welcome and a place you want to gather with friends. I wanted to take it up a notch. Um, my wife and I went to Seattle, and they have an amazing brewery scene. And there's this neighborhood we went into, and literally, like, you cross the street, and there's a brewery. You go across the the other way, a block down, there's another brewery. There's more breweries per square mile. But the problem at, at the end of that tour, I couldn't remember any of them. Right. Everything tasted the same. Everything looked the same. And I love going to breweries, but I was like, you know what? Could I create a place with a, a stage where we do storytelling, we do cold plunges, we do fitness activities, and... We bring like this, this community and this programming in that that someone can look at and say, "I could be part of something bigger." Right, and that was the goal. I love it, and the stage. I mean, it's it's really nice. Like I could see lots of opportunity with that. Yeah, we have live music every weekend. Uh, my my partner and I, who's um, unfortunately not here right now, he would be in the back seat with us. But uh, maybe that's why he's not here. He didn't want to, <laughs> didn't want to be relegated to the back seat. Um, we love live music. Like we love that vibe, and there's just not a lot of it. So we're like, man, to to have a place where where not only do you can you have non alcoholic beer, but you can have this sense of like, this is a cool vibe. We're we're occupying our weekend, and we're gonna be. We're going to enjoy music, and and then the next day feel great. Like that's and goal. just enjoy the ritual of drinking, without being drunk. Like enjoy all those comforting things about being around a group, having a couple, having loud music. Yeah, and just and walking out of here and thinking, yeah, I'm driving home now. We're all good. Yeah, our slogans remember tomorrow, and uh, and that's so intentional because uh, the goal behind that was you, you can have ton of fun tonight you can get wasted you could jump on the table and start dancing around getting crazy but remember tomorrow because tomorrow those kids aren't going to give you any sort of sympathy yeah they're still waking up at 6 a.m still waking up (laughs) like you you have a job to do and 
anything you do in life takes you closer or further away from from your goals and that's what i realized it took me 40 years to realize this plus but um you know most people don't wake up in the morning and say you know what i wish i drank more last night it's usually the opposite so i mentioned at the onset this is the first na brewery in the state of illinois i've got to think as mentioned this category is exploding you're not going to be the last and i've talked to different craft brewers around the city and suburbs and the way they describe the craft scene is that it's very supportive and very, uh, very community-based. Do you foresee the same in the NA space, or do you feel like it'll be more competitive because it is so new? It's a good question. I don't, I don't know how that's going to pan out. I mean, for me to say it's not going to be competitive, any field or any business that's being created is certainly competitive in nature in some mm-hmm. in some way. So I do think there's going to be this sense of camaraderie um, amongst brewers, period. Um, NA, NA in itself has a lot of inherent challenges with it. So if there is a brewery out there that wants to make NA beer and they're, they're going through this process, I mean, we would help them just like other breweries have, have helped us. I think the more the merrier in the space. The the beauty about what, what we do is there's not barriers to selling the beer per se to um, a lot of unorthodox places. Like there's mm-hmm. clothing stores that are now carrying our beer that when you're That's shopping, brilliant. right? That's and brilliant. You could have a, you could have a beer. We're at a, we're in barber shops. We're in these very unorthodox yeah. uh, establishments, and I think I, I want to have a have a beer cool. as I'm getting my hair cut. Right? Isn't that I mean? Isn't that awesome? Uh huh. Um, as and, I'm going record shopping. I mean, think about yeah, that's a great one too. But think about like you're at the kids' soccer game and you're just sitting there. Yep. Like you can't drink alcohol in there. I mean, you, you might be able to, but. Um, it, or you're indoors some, somewhere, and you know how those days go with, with kids. Imagine being able to have an NA beer, and it's perfectly legal, and it's perfectly fine, and you're not going to have any ramifications. That that would be fantastic. Right. I, I love it. That's brilliant. Yeah. All right, so we're in dry January. One of the many reasons I wanted to talk to you is we're in dry January. Like, this is your this is your Super Bowl right here for an NA brewery. <laughs> yeah, we were gearing up for this for uh-huh. a while. Yep. So a month full of events, special stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. So we created a challenge called Go Dry January, and, uh, it, and it's on our website, and we have hundreds of people that have signed up. I'm so humbled and blessed that we have, we've already been able to accumulate such a large audience of folks that want to participate in things like this. We've been open since October 15th, which uh, the date we're, you know, we're talking, we're not even 90 days into, into this, this uh, brewery. But um, up until January, we we had been open only on weekends. Um, mm-hmm. Now to support people in dry January and to just kind of test things out because when you create a business, it's a lot a lot about testing and finesse. Uh, we're open now Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, we open at noon. We're promoting work from go as an alternative to a coffee shop. Which Why is not? pretty cool too. Yeah, I mean, you could be on a Zoom meeting drinking beer, and your boss might look at you funny and ask a question, but at the same time, you'd be like, "This is any beer." Why not? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Jumping back to distribution, you talked about where you mm-hmm. are. I, I know that's a big challenge for brewery owners, just getting that shelf space. Uh, but you seem to be pretty, pretty well branching out west suburbs, especially. But I know you're in a couple of north side mm-hmm. shops. I'm assuming that in and of itself is a full-time job working on that side of the business. It is, and and we're learning. Uh, I didn't have a background in in brewing at all or understanding this industry. And uh, what's happening now is 
really cool. Like a lot of where we end up is from incoming leads to our website. So we we have uh, we're starting conversations with how to get our beer in places faster. But what we want to do is uh, is really concentrate on the direct consumer business, and that is uh, selling off our website. So we mm-hmm. can sell, as, as I stated, to forty three states. Yeah, I wake up. We get orders every day from like the East Coast, from the West Coast, places that you're like, how do they even hear of us? Um, obviously, we're doing but some there, targeting marketing. There's an appetite. There's there marketing, is. sure, but there's an appetite yeah. for NA product, good there NA is. product. There is, yeah. But yeah, anyone who's listening to this call, like the best thing if you want the beer in your establishment is to have a conversation with whoever the buyer is, the bar owner, and say, hey, you should carry Go Brewing. Like, And then they reach out to us. And we'll get it on their shelves within within days. Like that's the other cool thing is because we're 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 doing this ourselves. Like there's not rules or regulations in terms of or speed to market. Like like if you contact us, we could literally get it to an establishment within a few days. I love that. And going back to what you were saying earlier about your beers not having preservatives like high alcohol beers. What what's the what's the lifespan? So if I if I buy a bunch of cans today like when should i consume those by you know, they're all fresh yeah it's it's a great question i i think within a month is you're going to have the freshest experience within 90 days it starts to degrade you can have the beer because it is pasteurized up to six months i think past then anything can that's liquid isn't going to be as good and, and really who leaves beer in the fridge for longer than a month anyway? <laughs> right yeah. that's just that's just not done let's talk a little bit about the beers i i, I sampled a flight uh you have a grapefruit IPA that is just ridiculous. I love that. Is that an experimental one or is that like a... Yeah. Uh, so we we have our kind of five base beers, I should say that first. Uh, that's our, our Burn It Down IPA. We have a... I also love that. That That's something. That's that's one of my favorites too. We have a Prophet's Hazy. We have a Suspended and Sunbeam Pilsner. We have a street cred stout, um, and we have a head on wit beer. So those are kind of think about those as like our five base beers. Mm-hmm. So we we've been brewing That's those. Your starting lineup. That's our starting lineup. We've been brewing those for for a year and a half. I've uh, been brewing on my garage, experimenting uh, thousands of different batches just to kind of figure this this stuff out. Um, but then we created what's called our beta series, and our beta series is beer that we're you know we're not sure about. We want to test the market, so we have a QR code on our cans that says "Give us feedback." Mm. Should this make it into our base our base lineup? Should we expand our starting lineup? I love that. And uh, hey, that right there, that's that's what community is all about. That's right. what being a community brewery is all about. Like, you have a voice. A hundred percent. And and when people give us feedback, even it's on our website or on like, hey, this is too hard to find, like. We take action right away. Like there's no huge corporate structure to go through to like get something done. Which is here's the corporate structure right here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just contact me. Um, But but yeah, I mean these these beta series beers are are really starting to kind of take off, and people are are liking them. So so they're a little bit uh, experimental. Like like the grapefruit IPA that you had that you're talking about. Very grapefruity, very fruit forward. Like if you like grapefruit, you're gonna probably like it. If you don't like grapefruit, you, you may yeah. not. We have this beer here. This is a chocolate cherry sour. We use 25 pounds of cacao in it. It's dairy free, <laughs> but it's like it is truly made like to and, and with a, with a ton of cherries too. It's it it is made in a way where it is uh, it just has this great taste, but it's light and you don't feel bloated. And then we have... Um, hey, that can't be said often enough, the not feeling bloated. Oh, my God. A million percent. If you're looking for one reason to drink any beer, that... that it's it's so true. <laughs> and, and I'm here uh, 
all hours of the days and and nights right right and sure. and I'm drinking ten of these a day. Yesterday, like I'm ashamed to admit, I was so busy I didn't even eat, and I was like survived on any beer. I would not recommend that. You sh- you should eat. I do not plan on surviving on this. But at, at the same time, I yeah, I went home. I woke up today. We just did a huge run out here that that I talked to you about. I felt perfect. Not, That's awesome. Not one iota of like I drank anything. You remember tomorrow. I remember tomorrow. Yeah. All right. So again, 1665 Quincy in Naperville. Uh, that's your Joe Chura. This is uh, Go Brewing in Naperville. I, I guess I'll leave you with this question that you just opened in, April, in October. I mean, this is a brand new everything. Obviously, running this business, you have visions for the future. What, what will we be talking about one year from now, next January? I would like to really ramp up where we're at. So... Talking about the different unique establishments, like we had just started the conversation about, like, and just even sharing ideas with you. I'm like, where else do you, do you see this as being a fit where someone can have uh, an, an any beer, but uh, maybe a very unorthodox place? So having those conversations of where's the weirdest place that your beer's at, right? Maybe I was just talking to a church group yesterday. I don't know. Like, who knows where where this will go? So I think having that conversation is great. What what stores, establishments, what states, what's our what's what's the market share? Starting to kind of get those mm-hmm. those numbers because we are positioning ourselves to be a national brand, and you know right now we're starting really local. We have we have one brewery here. Um, is it going to expand where we have a, a regional brewery on the West Coast? Because when you ship to the West Coast, it's a little bit more expensive. Yeah. So you got you to think about that. So those are conversations that are feasible in the future. But right now, I'm dead set focused on, on our customer base here, our customer mm-hmm. base that's carrying our beer, and just creating the best possible experience. Well, and the big question someone may have watching or listening is it any good? The answer is yes. It's beer. It tastes delicious. <laughs> I, I can attest. It's it's and it, it, it's no secret. Any beer sucked for years, decades. It, yeah. And to have it done with craft sensibility and to taste like this, I, I think this is what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thank you very much. And and it helped me on my my journey. I used to be uh, significantly overweight and. Um, I abstained from alcohol for a period of time, and I curb my craving through NA beer. So I give credit to the NA brewers out there, to uh, like Athletic and and the others that really kind of made this um, made the alternative to what you talked about, the duels and the other beers that were just weren't really that great, um, because uh, it kind of proved the market, and mm-hmm. and that you know I. I I'd be remiss if I did not give them some credit and and say thank you for that because it helped my life. And now we want to spread that and create a lot more beer um, to help others as well. And, and that's the difference. Before, NA beer was just kind of like a placebo. And now it's something you can enjoy and share and talk about. And- 100%. And what's crazy about this too is like you start to gravitate toward the taste of NA beer more than regular beer. Because it's just of that lighter feeling yeah. that you get. I love it. Thank you so much. And good luck. I, I, good luck. That sounds like this is a risk. This is a sure thing. Uh, congratulations on what you've accomplished so far and what you will continue to accomplish moving forward. Oh, thank you. And the, there's no sh- sure things by any means. Like, this is a very hard business. Um, there's there's a lot of capital involved in it, yeah, obviously. Sure. Sure. Um, a lot of competition. Do you need a couple bucks? <laughs> 
I, I might I might take you up on that. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, it's but it's a blessing to be able to do this. Like I'm, I wake up every day with gratitude um, to have hands on keyboard, uh, to be building something from nothing, uh, to create a product that didn't exist. I am the happiest I've been in many years. But I, I can't thank you enough for letting me be on this podcast too. 